Welcome to the Manor. Welcome back to the Twin Terrors, Macabre Manor of Mead, Metal, and Mayhem. I'm Jody. And I'm James, and we were jacking around before we started, and I almost tried to imitate Jody as he was doing it. <laughs> Jody, what are you drinking right now? I am drinking a iced coffee blonde by Blue Moon Brewing. Nice. I like Blue Moon stuff, typically. Yeah, I do, I do too. I mean, this this one's not bad. I, I just put it on my, my app on my phone that I'm not going to actually name because they're not paying us. But it's good. It's not the favorite, my favorite uh, coffee beer that I've had, but yeah, it's, it's pretty good. I, I, I drink another one. Cool. I, I'm going to finish this one first, but I would, I would drink another one. <laughs> I'm going to drink three at a time. <laughs> uh. I don't have that many hands. Because you're not Zephod Beeblebrock. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> oh, but but I was one year at DragonCon. You you were. <laughs> By the time this comes out, people will have seen that if they've gone to the Podbean site. Yes. I don't know if you've realized it, but I did put your face on one of the episodes. Nice. <laughs> 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 it's not the one that's come out at the point where we're recording this between them. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> would you like to know what I thought we could do tonight? Sure. Because <laughs> I have no clue. <laughs> <laughs> which is which, which is par for the course. But <laughs> it is. Hey, you want to know what we're doing? No, I'll just start talking. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, it seems like we had that conversation right before we started <laughs> recording. <laughs> <laughs> that seems familiar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Are you sure? Yeah, yeah. I'm five, ten minutes in. I'll be good. <laughs> <laughs> so, we've done an episode. Actually, one of the very first episodes we did, like in the first ten-ish or so, at least within the first uh, handful after that first October Halloween fest we did that very first year, was the dedicated yeah. listening. <laughs> we, <laughs> we, we talked about the dedicated listening because we had that article. Yeah. And we talked about our things recently. In fact, as we record this, we're, as mentioned, in the midst of the Hitchhiker's Guide extravaganza that we're doing. <laughs> yeah. Today, I went to a Doctor Who store, uh, Who North America, in just outside of Indianapolis, Indiana, Cam Cambridge, Cambridge, something, Indiana, whatever the fuck. Uh, if you search Doctor Who North America, you'll find it in Indiana. But they did a 42nd anniversary party thing of, Doc, of, of Hitchhiker's Guide at the Doctor Who store. Nice. Yeah. And uh, so I went. Um, Sam, who's been on the podcast a few times, went. His significant other, Jenny, went. As I'm there, I realized because they had a trivia contest. Ah. And there were about 30 of us in the room, and 20 of us did the trivia contest. And I came in second. Nice. And I realized I only came in second because the first question was, what is the theme song played at the beginning of the radio show? And I'm like, oh, Journey of the Sorcerer. Yep. And out of the 20 of us, like six of us got it. And that was it. I'm thinking, I only got that because I've been <laughs> researching this for <laughs> fucking podcast. And, and of course, Jody already knew, you know, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. that was one of the big things he knew. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And then, you know, then I ended up beating everybody else but this one guy who, kudos to you, my good man. Yay! <laughs> well, Bastard got a towel, but that's okay. I bought one earlier at the point. Oh, there it was. Okay. But I'm thinking a dedicated listening. It's not 
just for music. It can be for anything. True, yeah. So, for example, when Jody and I did the 50th anniversary of Monty Python back in October, November, last year. Yeah. And we were going to do the Hitchhiker's Guide, and we did all those. For the past four, five, six months, 80% of my reading and television viewing has been I, I've read Eric Idle, John Cleese, Terry Gilliams, and jo- Chapman's autobiographies. Uh huh. And up to Pythons on the Pythons and the Pythons autobiography of the Pythons, up to where they start, I've watched the entire series live at the Hollywood Bowl their personal bests and a couple other things. And for hitchhikers, I, in one of the episodes, you'll hear me say that I've listened to so many things like the first few radio podcasts, the first, since then I have finished except for two episodes of the sixth radio series, all of them. Nice. Three of the books halfway done with salmon of doubt, which is Douglas Adams is just things. Yeah. Uh, Neil Gaiman's, Douglas Adams' biography, watch the movie, watch the BBC TV series. It's, I cannot now do anything that is not remotely English humorous when I talk to anybody. <laughs> it's, it's fantastic and irritating. <laughs> I, I was going to say, it's a good thing that I already like Hitchhiker's Guide and Monty Python because you keep texting me. <laughs> <laughs> and and if I didn't already like this stuff, I would probably be getting annoyed with you. <laughs> but but it's usually I, I get a text and I'm like, oh cool. <laughs> See, I text you and I text Sam because I know you both get it, and that's kind of it. <laughs> yeah. Even even at work, one of the past week because of this party today for hitchhikers at the Doctor Who store, I've been telling people, hey, what do you do this weekend? I'm going to Hitchhiker's Guide 42nd. Have you ever read it? Because 42. I mean, and two of them have been like, I- I've read it. I understand. I'm not going to the party. <laughs> and everybody else looks at me like, I don't know why I ask. Well, they should know that about you by now anyway, though. I don't know why they ask anymore. <laughs> I know. That's what I'm saying, you know? <laughs> so dedicated listening. I talked about Zeppelin. Jody talked about his stuff. It's great. It's intense. But it, I would just like to point out the pitfalls that it fucks up your mind a little bit because you start dreaming about the crap. <laughs> oh, oh, you mean like when the, the, the first Game Boys came out in the late 80s, I played Tetris so much when I closed my eyes. I wouldn't even go to sleep. I would just close my eyes and I would see the pieces falling. <laughs> yeah, you're kind of like that. Yeah. Okay, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> uh, and I will say, as good as I am about that sort of thing, Jody kicked my ass at Tetris. <laughs> yeah. Don't, don't know if he remembers or not, but you did. <laughs> I remember. <laughs> Damn I it. Just, I, just don't, I just don't brag about it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking a drink. I almost spit. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I, there are little things that we didn't talk about in Hitchhiker's like. Lewis Carroll did uh, Hunting of the Snark, and it was a poem, and he did it in things called fits, sections, and that's actually what Hitchhiker's Guide Radio Series calls their episodes. They're not episode one, it's fit one and fit two, and because they, <laughs> they stole it. Did not, I did not realize that. And did you know 
the connection of Doctor Who and Hitchhiker's Guide. Besides the fact that you went to the party today for Hitchhiker's Guide at the Doctor Who store? Right, besides that. Didn't Douglas Adams write for Douglas or uh, for Doctor Who? <laughs> Didn't Douglas Adams write for Douglas Adams? <laughs> he 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 wrote for <laughs> Douglas Adams on occasion. <laughs> so so there's that, but there's something else. Oh, what is this something else? If you're watching the Hitchhiker's Guide BBC series from '81, yes, and you get to the point where that Millie weighs the restaurant at the end of the universe. Yeah, the uh, dish of the day, the meat, the the cow type person that comes out mm-hmm. is. Peter Davison, the fifth Doctor Who, who at the time was married to Sandra Dickinson, who played Trillian. Nice. Yeah, I mean they're divorced now. They, they you know, she's yeah. married to somebody. Else. But yeah, they're married, and they actually offered him whatever part. He wasn't the uh, fifth Doctor yet. Don't know if it recorded at the same time, but when Hitchhikers came out is a few months before his first appearance as the regenerated doctor, and then a year later as the actual, like his full gig. Hmm. So I imagine they knew, but he's already kind of famous in England. Yeah. But yeah. And huh, interestingly enough, when they were married, they had a daughter, Georgia, who's now a Georgia tenant, the wife of the 10th doctor, David Tennant. <laughs> I was going to say, when you said that last name, I was like, wait a minute. Was it David Tennant, one of the doctors? (laughs) He he was. And they actually met when she had a part on the Doctor Who during his tenure. She was the daughter of the doctor, and that's how they met. Now she's the wife of the doctor, but still the daughter of a doctor of a previous doctor and the daughter of Trillian, Trisha McMillan. (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) Oh, so wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wouldn't, would that make Arthur one of the doctors and eventually? Because Arthur and Trillian had a daughter? Interesting. Huh. <laughs> that's quite interesting. And he that does explain, travel. That would explain a lot about Hitchhiker's Guide. <laughs> it would. He does travel through time and space. <laughs> See? <laughs> uh, although, unlike the doctor, he's not necessarily trying to fix what's going on. He's just kind of getting caught up in it. <laughs> yes, but he's better than Ford, which is the doctor's antithesis, where he travels through time and space and only wants to drink and dance with girls. <laughs> what's wrong with that? Well, if you're asking me, nothing. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> hey, you want to know what else is cool about David Tennant? <laughs> Wait, say that again. You want to know what else is cool about David Tennant? Sure. He's the voice of Scrooge McDuck. <laughs> should have known. <laughs> you should have. Should have known. Because <laughs> uh, I'm sharper than the Sharpies. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, yeah. So, no, I mean, I, I don't really have much else to, to go on about. I go, look, little things you find out when you get really deep and involved. You find out that Journey of the Sorcerer is the theme song, and you find out all the relationships with the actors and just you can't stop thinking about stupid comedic English British stuff when you've only read <laughs> mostly Hitchhikers and Monty Python, uh, actually a bit of Doctor Who. And that, that's been 80 to 90 percent of what I've read in the since October, November. No, November, because October was my Halloween reading. So, yeah. And so, yeah, you remove the haunted Christmas stories in December, and it's almost all of it. <laughs> oh, man. It's a lot of stuff. It is. But it's worth it if, if you don't mind having dreams and, and not being able to get out of it. And 
and it's not just the dreams. The theme music just keeps, I keep humming Journey of the Sorcerer and the Monty Python theme song, which is awesome, but man, be okay if something else got in there sometimes. <laughs> Doing the silly walk down the hall at work and people looking at you like you're not job. Well, you know, they probably were doing that anyway. Well, true, true. <laughs> Did you know that uh, International Silly Walk Day is the same as my birthday? Um, I did not. Why am I not surprised, though? Uh, well, I didn't cause it to be thus, but it helps me remember <laughs> every year. <laughs> <sighs> so I'm not going to say when my birthday is, but if anybody looks that up and you discover it and would like to send me a six-pack for my present, I will give you a P.O. box because I'm still not telling you where my home address is. <laughs> I have it right here. <laughs> I didn't say I was going to give it out. I just said I had it right here. <laughs> anyway, that, that's, that's kind of it. Just, you know, you have dedicated listening. You have dedicated reading. You have dedicated yeah. media immersion, like fanboy immersion, where it's reading and radio and tv and oh yeah yeah whatever. it's you can get really caught up in it because oh, i was thinking about this the other day i've got quite a broad range of stuff that i'm into because at this point in my life i'm not going to watch all these movies i have i'm probably needing to thin out my movie collection yeah yeah from what you've told me and what i've seen that that kind of goes back to the dedicated listening i yeah. cannot now it would take me about 10 years to go through every cd i had if I just listen to it in the car and when I get a chance. Yeah. But yeah, I, I don't plan on stopping buying music. <laughs> oh, well, no. <laughs> in fact, speaking of that, uh, my Burning Witches CD will probably be here in about two or three days and might want to talk about it sometime. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I know you did. A, I don't know if we've talked about it since then, but I know in between this one and the dedicated listening one, didn't you binge all the Marvel universe in order right before the Infinity War came out or one of the Infinity movies? I, I did, but that's um, okay. So last year when Endgame came out, I went to see Endgame and went back right after that and started watching all the all the Marvel stuff in release order. Um, instead of the chronological order when they take place, because I really don't like putting Captain America, the first Avenger, before the first Iron Man movie. It just throws me off. Um, <laughs> and right as I finished, like the weekend I finished watching Captain Marvel, Endgame was still in theaters and Spider-Man Far From Home was coming out. So I, I got to watch Captain Marvel, went back to the theater and watched Endgame again, because that was sequentially next. And then watched Spider-Man Far From Home like a couple of days later. I just remember you saying that you probably aren't going to ever do that again. <laughs> oh, probably not. It was uh, it was fun, but it was kind of exhausting at the same time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> seems, seems about right, but I'm good. Do you, do you have more? Nope, not it. Cool. So yeah, go go immerse yourself in something and become weird about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> and then and then let it go <laughs> good luck <laughs> i think we're good so until next yeah. time i'm james i'm jody <laughs> talk to you later bye the macabre manor is brought to you by the twin terrors all rights reserved stay tuned for some fun outtakes
intense on for a few months, and I have no doubt you will have things that you can jump in on. Yes. <laughs> yeah, well, of course, there's no doubt. Me, 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 me. You, 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 you. All right. Um, but I, this is, I, I'm guessing that this, this coffee, or, I'm guessing, Easy for you to say. <laughs> Apparently not. Um, <laughs> it's got a good beat. I can dance to it. <laughs> well, we can't, but sure. <laughs> <laughs> Is it good? It's good. <laughs> Is it great? And, and no, no. <laughs> and, 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 and kudos to anyone who knows what that joke references. <laughs> high tea kind of stuff. <laughs> no <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. And I'm sitting there thinking, what, you know, when I think of a pub, I think of, the, the you know, the, the, the working guy. Holy crap, I just had it in my head. I've already <laughs> forgotten it. The, um, see? 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 I, I, I don't care what she does, because now I can picture doing it to me. <laughs> hey, hey, Heather. <laughs> 